Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. It's a thin week, but apparently, well, it is. I'd, not apparently, I'm looking at the agenda. It's a thin week. Mm. But there's some interesting stuff on here I want to talk about. Uh, the the first one I'm, I don't want to talk about, actually. Yeah. I've been very head in the sand about this. Uh, the president of Take-Two Interactive does not view loot boxes as a form of gambling. Um, the reason why I don't want to talk about that, I'm not not going to talk about it. I'm just, just saying. Um, first of all, fucking more loot boxes. Just Haven't EA fucked that up for everyone enough yet? Just the timing of, you know, making a viewpoint, any viewpoint on this public yeah. is just, you know, remarkably yeah. poor. Don't, don't say just anything. Just read the room. You know what I mean? Read the mood <laughs> in the room. <laughs> um, and and what what really concerns me is, of course, Take-Two Interactive will be releasing Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, next year, which is a game that, unlike Battlefront 2, I am actually looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And suddenly I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be full of fucking loot boxes, isn't it? Uh, I just, I just hope not. It, it's We're now in the danger zone of R Take 2 going to fuck up Red Dead Redemption. It's, no, it doesn't bear thinking about really. It's just, I, you know, I was worried about this when I saw the route that GTA uh, 5 took with, you know, GTA Online. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, well, they can't really do that with Red Dead Redemption. You know, you've got a horse. One horse is much the same as another horse. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't like there were billions of firearms like there are nowadays. You know, what what are you going to sell to people? So I'm just worried now that they'll find something. Oh, they'll find something. Because these people are just miraculously innovative in their fuckery. I mean, because the original Red Dead Redemption, um, you had, you know, you could gamble quite extensively and things like that. So I wonder if they'll make it you know, real actual gambling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say a lot that at this point wouldn't put it past them. Wouldn't put that yeah. past anybody right now. Especially a major produ- a major producer. Uh, indie indie developers i have a lot of faith in and i'm glad that they exist and i'm very appreciative of them um yeah you know that i've had numerous positive experiences with them much more so than would take two interactive yeah yeah i really i think if they do anything it'd probably be things like they do with like um you know PUBG and things like that it'll be clothes hats skins for weapons things like that yeah. It will be. If it's if it's just uh, if it's just cosmetic, that's fine. I can ignore it. Whatever the hell. If it's, I mean, I'm really worried that they'll start doing. They, they will eventually try to follow the battlefront thing of making it like skills or things like that, which will be terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible times. But it's it's just I I really am struggling to imagine what other than cosmetics you could do with a Red Dead redemption unless they do some sort of xp boost or something like that that you can yeah i mean if they do some if it's sort of like they they sort of you play the game in the same way that you now play assassin's creed in that you you level and then when you go to encounters the the enemies are levels uh, have levels as well and then you can 
do it's an open world in that way the way origins yeah. is and way syndicate is was a little bit um and then they'll try and sell you xp boosts and shortcuts uh, especially i mean they might even do something like resources like they do in far cry that you have mm. to manage resources and build weapons or you know make bullets and things like that so who time saver packs yeah maybe if there's a crafting system you'll be able to buy you know this many hides or you know stuff yeah. like that you know gunpowder to make explosives to speed your way through that oh the world's a terrible place it really is. Uh, just as a message to any game developers out there, I get that you want to make money. I, I really do. And th- th- whatever ways you come up with, this microtransaction shit is not it. Right? Th- th- just abandon it now. Because it's just pissing off everybody. What was and- wrong with the system where you made a thing that people wanted <coughs> and then they gave you, they gave you the money because they liked it? Oh, that went out of the window with making a thing that worked. That's true. Things don't work anymore. I forgot about that. So I I suppose the microtransactions are just paying for the the updates until it works or something. I don't don't know. Well, essentially, perhaps, you know, it's a case that selling copies of the game is literally just making you break even and anything, microtransactions are the actual profit. But the thing is, that's... Dumb. That's not true. And Sadly, it, yeah. I would get it if that was the case, but like video games have a huge profit margin even without uh, microtransactions. Ironically, the people who are in that situation where just selling the game might make you just break even are the indie guys who aren't pulling this kind of bullshit on us. And I, I, it's, I, weird. If, it's so... Ugh. The little guys deserve our support a lot more than the big guys. I, I think that this makes that very clear. Coming from a country of leprechauns, I wholeheartedly concur. Yeah. So that's that's try and do that in the future. And don't worry about not buying these games. I have to keep telling myself that about Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, that's so hard. I mean, <laughs> God, a shit Star Wars game. Who? Ca- I mean, come on. If I live to be 80, let's assume I do that. You and I've, I know. But if I were to live to be 80... That gives me 42 years left. And I would expect in that 42 years to see at least 35 to 40 unplayable Star Wars games released. <laughs> that, that's... Oh, that, but that one good one, though. That one good one. Oh, yeah, there'll be a few good ones. Maybe four or five over the next 40 years, because that's how many there have been over the last 30 years. So why is it going to get better? It's only getting worse. So... There it is. Try it. Try that. Let's move on. I don't want to say loot boxes again this week. Putting games on mute makes them harder. I fucking knew that. Yeah, true <laughs> yeah. facts. I was, I was, one, one thing I didn't talk about, I was sort of kicking myself after we did um, random access memories was as a kid, um, I played games on mute a lot in sort of a vain attempt to save batteries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <What the fuck>? <laughs> and... <laughs> You know, in kid logic, you know, there's less power being used to make noise. Therefore, the batteries will last longer. Um, so, I mean, I you are undeniably uh, correct. It would, I, I assume, make the batteries last longer. It but, did. But, yeah, oh, I'm sure it did. But that was your childhood okay? 
because that's a weird thing for a child to be worried about. Well, look, um, I was more more worried that, you know, the the endless hours of watching, you know, the battery packs charge up or, you know, we're not spending another five quid on this Duracell battery habit that we seem to have developed in this household. Um, It's, um, yeah, I I sort of grew up playing games on mute. And for some reason, um, it was sort of fine. But then I realised as I got older, games became virtually impossible to play with no audio for me because you you're so reliant on sound cues especially things that require timing mm-hmm. like um you know things things like uh, paper mario which you have to time sort of jumps and attacks and things it's you cannot play it without the audio because you're relying see, on sound cues see now i'm just wondering whether guitar hero would be harder or easier <laughs> with it turned off probably everything's harder you see, I, I didn't learn this as a kid. I learned this as a student. When you inevitably live with six other people that want to play music at a volume that is just high enough to be annoying. There. Mm. Mini yeah. <clears throat> So, yeah, I, I know that it's just impossible. Because some yeah. t- always put the fucking stereo on. It's like you can live five minutes without a CD playing. You can do that, but not while you're a student, apparently. So, yeah, I knew this was the case. And I, I don't think, I, while I, yeah. I agree with you that it's right, that it's the stuff with the visual, the, the audio cues, I actually think it's across the board. Everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it is. I, can't con- I couldn't conceive of playing things, you know, especially like first-person shooters and stuff, because you're, you're so reliant on being able to hear where things are coming from as well. Trying to do that without the audio feedback of, you know, where enemies are coming from and things. I can't imagine trying to do that. <laughs> um, just from experience of, you know, it being 2am and my poor husband is asleep and I'm playing something with very loud explosions. Um, yeah, trying to play those with no kind of, nothing but the visual feedback is uh, quite difficult. Absolutely. This is yeah, d- it- just one of those vindicating scientific things for me. I, I like yeah. this. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing I like about it is that it does mention uh, certain games uh, playing things in the background as well, like listening to podcasts or music in the background can affect you by sort of distracting you. I've always thought that too. There's like games, you know, uh, back when I was in my Call of Duty multiplayer days, even if I wasn't chatting on a mic, because, you know, God help you if you do. Uh, I knew I knew that I I knew that I played worse if I was listening to something else in the background. If I wasn't listening to what was going on in the game, yeah. So, yeah. Whereas I, you know, I I think that's actually a common thing. I I used to get uh, someone who used to cut my hair when I was sort of a teenager. I remember that there being an incident where the, normally there'd be music playing in the hairdressing place. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it when it's not a salon, and I I will not say that word. That's just not yeah. really okay. <clears throat> well, it's somewhere between the two, isn't it? Because the barbers—that's a fucking hellish experience. That's that's a different thing. Or that's where you just go in, and sit down, you pay three quid, whatever, and someone gives you a haircut, and everybody is getting that haircut that day. A salon is, <laughs> it, you know. <laughs> I, I've oh, seen that. Were you in one. a prison? You, <laughs> you, I've had some awful should. haircuts over the years. It's a very important thing to was everyone this else, point. 
was this just before you went into the room where they gave you like today's stripy shirt and, I, <laughs> and trousers? I, I had the RAF haircut for a while. Clip the uh, you know the, the ball and chain onto your ankle. Um, the, there there was a big RAF base in Doncaster, and for some reason I don't know how or why this occurred, I ended up getting my fucking haircut there by the woman who did the RAF haircut. And that was the haircut she could do. And I was put there in the line, sit there, the haircut is done, and that's it. You should what, have to my dad's one, because <laughs> um, my, my dad's uh, You get a, a, a discussion about the uh, political situation in the Middle East, because my dad's barber is an Iraqi Kurd. So um, they usually go and sort the world out while my dad's having his hair done. So um, I think uh, <laughs> your, your mileage does vary. Excellent, yeah. It's it's <laughs> the person that cuts my hair. It's a very important thing to me. It, it's just one of those that I, it, I, I, if I find a good one, I have to stick with it. Stick with stick with them for as long as possible. I should say they're not me. They're a them. I don't know. I view people who you know serve a function that I have no, but I have no personal connection to. I, I view them as objects. Yeah. So, yeah. I, it's, so, it's, uh, speaking as someone who's been in the service industry, yeah, your your view is not yeah. unique. <laughs> <laughs> so then, Daisy will leave. Day Z will leave early access next year. Oh, this one's uh, been around for well, fucking ages, time. hasn't it? Yeah, Daisy. Now, there's a name I haven't heard in a long time. A long, long time. time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just, this popped up and I was like, that's still a thing? <laughs> it's not a, even no, it, you're right, because it, that, that game has sort of fallen into the zombie crafting survival kind of cloud of games that are all like that. So I've kind of in, just put it in my disregard pile. What is it, like six, seven years since Daisy was first, you know, a mod for Arma? The entire concept of it, it it hasn't left its alpha state. Next year, when it leaves early access, it will be entering its beta phase. In the time it's taken it from go to, to go from concept to beta, there have been a million fucking games that have done exactly what it is trying to do. There's some Probably people- far better than it ever will do. And they're still like, no, we're still going to make the zombie game. We're still going to make the zombie game. Can some people just not make games? Like the actual sitting down and typing code in and making there be a game. Do they have trouble with that? Is that why games I, take so long? I, there must be. I mean... I think I, it's just I, some people. Do you know what I mean? Perhaps it's just like some people, you know, like George R. R. Martin is like, you know, a tortured artist and cranks out a book, you know, essentially when he feels like it. Whereas some people do an Agatha Christie and just churn out about three a week. It's, it seems to be... And also, I mean, how much money are they making it when it's sitting there being in alpha or whatever it was? I mean, why bother <laughs> working hard on it? You don't need to. People are paying for it anyway. I suppose so. Makes sense. I suppose, but, I mean, I, I'm i a boring guy. I can do a simple repetitive task, you know, like no one else can, I, you know, I can, uh, that can absorb a huge amount of my time. If I find something, you know, if I find a piece of thread to pull out, that's a day that's gone for me. But after what, six years, seven years, how have these people not blown their fucking brains out? I, I don't, you would think just from that much typing, there'd be a game come out of it. 
but yeah. but no. I mean, God, I think I have focus problems from time to time, but you know, I'm nothing. Nothing. I mean, the thing. This is the thing. Maybe it's best that Daisy never <coughs> comes out and it just goes on forever. Because I think if it ever does come out, if someone finally like, you know, someone in the office hits the publish button and it's Daisy finished done. The next day, the papers are going to be full of stories of what happened in that office after he pushed that button. <laughs> just. That's just, yeah, a bunch of people who suddenly realized <laughs> what they've done. Oh, God, that is that is a Jonestown situation right there. I They'll be fine. Don't worry about them. Jonestown with a Z. Oh, mm. Yeah. But yeah, no, funny enough, I do actually, I think I have Daisy in my Steam library. I think I added it way back in the day. Do you know, there there are some games, and this is this is obviously one of them, that you think you've been making this for so long that technology has moved on since you started. Like, you the know. The Duke Nukem problem, that is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, mean I, I thought that about, oh God, what was it recently, Cuphead, when they, they talked about, oh, and this was, shown off on the 360 and the ps3 and you're like well this shit's <laughs> moved on guys there must you must be like four years into a project and think shit none of this works anymore yeah <laughs> the, the the playstation has gone up a number and the xbox has gone down 359 yeah so i think that was a lot better than either of you gave it <laughs> sorry but it was it was just factually correct i don't know what to tell you <laughs> i am not appreciated as much as i should be here sorry I'm leaving. <laughs> you are very appreciated. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, I want to talk about the next story, because this one is exciting and interesting. This is interesting. Chinese NVIDIA Shield Store gets Twilight Princess and new Super Mario Brothers. Oh, sorry. Wait. I thought that yeah, was the end of a sentence. New Me Super too. Mario Brothers <laughs> Wii with more Nintendo games on the way. So many things. So many questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Better background. The Nvidia Shield is basically a Nintendo Switch in a different box with a different name on it. Mm -hmm. There, there are going to be differences, but from a hardware perspective, they're basically the same thing. Yeah. So it, it's reasonably safe to assume at this point that anything the Switch can do, the Shield can do, and vice versa. Yeah, similarly, yeah. Okay, so there is that. I'm assuming the fact that they're letting... That Nintendo are letting NVIDIA do this in China. Because I, I think the Shield is available worldwide, isn't it? For, yeah, it is, yeah. You know, so that But they're letting them only do this in China. I don't know if the Switch is available in China. I would imagine not, then. I don't know. Or it's so prohibitively priced, it's... I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's only, the, the Switch only came out in Korea, like, last week. Damn. South Korea, this is, obviously. But, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's... Um, um, but, yeah, that maybe it's not coming out for a long time yet or, not, or something. I hear North Korea is getting the ball in the cup next week. It's going to be a big day for them. See? Right. The, the, the ball is attached to the cup by a string. <laughs> and you flick the ball up. And you try to catch the ball in the cup. But if you don't catch the ball in the cup, it's okay. Because the ball is attached to the cup by a string. 
Oh, do you know what? I was, just as a tangent, I was looking. I look at a picture of myself on Facebook from a few years ago, and I'm wearing a black coat. I've got one hand in my pocket. I'm squinting one eye, and I'm pointing at something in the distance. And I thought, "Fucking hell, girl Kim Jong Un is arrived in the Great Yarmouth." <laughs> he wishes. The switch is launching in China this month. Oh, so it is coming out, but it it hasn't been out until just now so is this thing, just as a complete I, I didn't know anything about this until I read this article so is this NVIDIA is this an authorised oh yeah yeah this is totally set, or is this dodgy yeah no, this, this is, is official yeah this is a real this thing this is officially licensed this is obviously part of you know whatever deal uh, they worked out for NVIDIA to provide the hardware for the switches uh, specifically the Tegra processor but uh so this seems to be, this must be sort of the other side of that deal is that they're going to get a bunch of old sort of Wii and uh, GameCube games uh, on the sh- on the shield in China. Uh, who knows if this will go anywhere? I mean, the... Um, I doubt it will. Nintendo I, has I, a weird I'm history. Pretty, pretty only history there. Nintendo, uh, if I remember this correctly, Nintendo has a weird history because uh, some like Chinese uh, laws about gaming are kind of archaic. And a lot of Nintendo's consoles have been banned in China. And so to get around it, Nintendo have basically launched uh, like an N64, but it's not the N64. It's the something else 64 in China. And it's exclusive and it, you know, it's specifically designed to get around all their rules and regulations. Right. Okay. It's, you know, so this may be something akin to that. I, I know there is precedence for this with, with when they partnered with, Panasonic to try and make a C a CD based something, probably it for eventually the, became. Well, it, that's what enabled that was the licensing deal that got those CDI Zelda and Mario games that are so famously awful. Oh yes. Uh, so this this feels to me like a similar thing. Like yeah, we'll, we'll help you with the hardware, but we want to release the Mario game. And well, it's funny because it just keeps reminding me that the the console that is essentially winning in this generation of uh, video game consoles is a fucking tablet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not, 2017. Not even a, not even a big you, one. 2017. You couldn't have made it up. So the, <sighs> one of the things here is that licensing deal. That's This is a big deal that there's, mm-hmm. you know, Nintendo software running on something that's not a Nintendo. Mm-hmm. The other thing here is the the technical stuff here. This is Wii games running on a shield. Yeah, and Wii emulation has proven tricky. Wii and GameCube, you know, it's it, it actually had a few like massive breakthroughs this year. That's gotten a lot of games running that were you know being otherwise problematic, but yeah. it's still like a big deal. So how whether Nintendo have sort of been working on getting this working for them well they surely they don't need to worry so much about the emulation of the wii because they know how the wii works true you know they're, they're not trying to reverse engineer anything they're not trying to break any copy protection they're not trying to do any any of that that an outside person trying to make an emulator can do they can just make a wii thing 
Surely, I, he says with no knowledge of how these things work. <laughs> that's, just, that's how games work. You just yeah. make a Wii thing. Well, I think, yeah, if you made the Wii, I mean, surely they can look it up. They know how, how it all works, and, and they can do an emulator of that. Surely. I don't know. <laughs> and really, what my point is, the, the exciting thing about this is that this is cold hard proof that there is no hardware barrier stopping the Switch running Wii and GameCube games. Yes, you are correct. And I say that. this mm-hmm. as we await the arrival of Nintendo's online sort of virtual console, which we've been told will be a Netflix-style game service rather than purchasing individual titles like it is on the 3DS. So the the speculation is is always with these things. How far up to the the recent era are these emulation things going to go? Mm. Uh, and what this is saying to me is it can go as far as we because and not only can it, but it has. And there are games available mm. like Super Mario Brothers and Punch Out and Zelda Twilight Princess. Which I will play um, the yeah. shit out of on my Switch <laughs> if it comes out. Yeah, I suppose you have to remember that, like I was saying, you know, the Wii really was just a slightly beefed up GameCube. So once they figured out GameCube emulation, it wasn't a huge step towards. Do, do you know? Uh, you know. Look, I I keep hearing this thing about we. In fact, we say this about every generation of Nintendo consoles, to the point where it must be that my Switch is just basically a GameCube. Because no, Switch you, is different. Switch you, is different. It's you know a whole different thing. Yeah, but or, you know, we comes out and we get the whole. Well, it's it's basically a GameCube that's a little bit, you know, a little bit more powered. And then the Wii U comes out as well. It's basically just a Wii. Well, that must mean that it's basically just a GameCube then as well, because the Wii was basically yes. just a GameCube. And yes, now it was. I keep being told, well, the Switch, it's, it's basically just a Wii U in terms of its powers. Well, then it's a fucking GameCube, isn't it? Well, you see, those people are <laughs> yeah, wrong. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's what, like saying a pizza is, is just that, effectively an open-faced sandwich. It's just bullshit. I know see, it's all bread, mate, but they're two different <laughs> things. Yeah, but nobody was saying that the, the GameCube was just an N64. Well, no, that that, that was a whole different thing. The the sad truth is the GameCube, the Wii and the Wii U were sort of, you know, like the DS, the DSi and the 3DS. They were kind of the same thing, whereas now we have the Switch, which is a new thing, superficially similar to the to the Wii U, but actually very different, much for the better, (laughs) Mm. in my opinion. I mean, from a technical standpoint, I believe it sit somewhere between the last generation and the current generation of consoles so more than a 360 and a ps3 but not quite an xbox one and ps4 which is fine but but again in its very own sort of class because just to point just to hammer it home it's a fucking tablet (laughs) and it's winning what is going on well i i think people still don't know where it goes I, you know, when I uh, do a random access memories, as you both know, I always bring up that console generations wiki article. Yeah. And it's still there on the bottom. Like after it, you've seen that. (laughs) It's hanging off the end. All the consoles from the generations and then go, and the the switch also exists. (laughs) 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 And it's like, well, what is it? Is it this generation? Is it ninth generation? Fucking you pick one. And if Wikipedia doesn't know, then God help us all. Exactly. 
there's, <laughs> there's no help for any of us at that point. The minds of a generation look at this thing in bafflement. So I, I live in hope that I'll be able to get Wii games on the Switch. Because there were some great ones. And if I can get them without paying the prices of old Wii games, that would be fantastic. Cause well, that's, again, where we're going to have to wait and see. Because every time we approach, you know, Nintendo approaches anything to do with online, brace yourself. It's going to be a rough ride. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm also, I'm excited. Maybe it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this time, maybe this time. I sound like the people <laughs> who got excited about Justice League. <laughs> Just, oh, those poor fuckers. Like, it's I not going to be good. <laughs> I almost went to see it uh, yesterday. Uh, I almost went to see it. I had the opportunity to go see it. And uh, you know what I did? I went home. Yep. And I had a two-and-a-half-hour nap. And that was really good. And, and nobody, It was a really good nap. Nobody charged you any money for that? You didn't have nobody, to sit in an uncomfortable chair? Nope. None of that. None of that. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to put that money towards... Uh, instead of that, I'm taking my little sister uh, on Wednesday the 13th. Our local cinema is having a showing of uh, The Force Awakens in anticipation of The Last Jedi. So... Yeah, I think that's a safer bet. <laughs> you are you are such a nicer big brother than I am. Mm-hmm. Well, I have I'm to fine. say, you you really are. I I'm an awful what's the, big what's brother. What's the age gap between you and your sister? Four and a bit years. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. We're like uh, eleven or twelve years. Ah, so right. She is she is a little sister. Yeah. I I also think it goes if it's close enough. The, there's sometimes some people yeah. seem to be better but this this sort of four or five year gap seems to breed contempt have you yeah. ever considered the fact that you might just be a shit there is that i have <laughs> i have <laughs> no uh, i think you're right because there's five years between chuck and his brother but there's only two and a half years between me and lee so um yeah it's contempt on that side and um we had a I, not that on with me and Lee, so um, yeah, I think you're probably right. See, I think yeah. is that gap is, is you know as as significant. like a, having spent like eleven years as an only child, there was a certain amount of contempt when she came along because you know I basically view her as having taken up half of my Christmas presents since then. But uh, she's she's like she's turned like over the past two or three years, she's turned into she's exiting the teenage years. And she's actually sort of become a person, right. which is weird. So now I'm trying to engage with that person. I, and I'm, the only way I can do that is with lightsabers. Fair enough. I, I'm still waiting for my sister to get into that period. <laughs> Luckily, something. my sister is a nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. I'm, I'm just scrolling through this article about the Nintendo things and daydreaming like, oh, it would just be so imagine if they did it right. Imagine <laughs> what that would be like. Anyway, <coughs> excuse me. Steam abandons Bitcoin. I'm gutted. So Bitcoin is basically like the digital currency of pedophiles. But they is the reason that... Internet money. It's the reason that we can't get cheap graphics cards. Which I didn't think I could hit pedophiles anymore. Hang on, but then what? they started taking up all of our graphics cards. What? But what? Why? Why 
why does, I don't understand that. Yeah, I need you know, seriously. No. Why? Why do we need? Oh, you because okay. right. This is not oh, a hang on, hang on. Oh, there's a huge overlap. Right. Okay. Uh, Bitcoin. Uh, the 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 way bitcoins are sort of generated is uh, through a process called mining. And basically, you leave a, a computer running, and it generates. It uh, does a, a huge bunch of mathematical equations. It's like trying to calculate prime numbers. It's that kind of thing. And if you commit a machine to doing this, eventually you generate these numbers, uh, which get authenticated, and you earn a little bit of a Bitcoin. And it turns out that the, the component that's really, really good at doing these things is a fucking graphics card, modern graphics cards, which means that every time a new graphics card comes out, like the, uh, you know, the recent 1080s and 1080 Ti's and the new Titan XP... And all the new Radeon, all the new AMD cards, they are immediately bought up by uh, scalpers to sell to uh, Bitcoin miners, which is the reason why even now, even out, you know, months and months after the launch of the uh, 10 series cards, you cannot buy a, G a GTX 10, 70 or 80 at retail price. You're always going to be paying a little bit extra if they have one. The pedophiles are stealing our graphics cards. I had no idea. Yep. No, this this is all new information to me, so... Yep. Well, just, you know, just when you thought they couldn't get any worse. How much is it? Because I'm looking now on Amazon. Because I, <laughs> I want to put a 1080 in my gaming rig that doesn't exist yet. What, I can what? tell you this. It has not come down in price since it launched. In fact, you will be paying extra. Shit, that one's 700 quid. Yep. Most of them are sitting around the 500 pound mark yeah 550 ish yep. depending on I how mean, much yeah this this is the reason why uh amd when they launched the the new vega graphics cards a while ago you couldn't actually buy just a graphics card from them in, a, in an attempt to uh discourage bitcoin miners from buying up all their cards you had to buy the card came in a pack with uh, a game or a monitor. So you basically had to pay a little bit extra in order to get the thing, but they were doing it so that people could actually buy the fucking things without the scalpers taking them all away. And I've, Didn't I've, really work. <laughs> Didn't I, I really have work. heard very good things about the new Vega graphics oh, cards as well. Yeah, yeah they're great. They're in great actual cards. fact, if I were building a gaming rig, and I'm not, but if I were, I'd be looking at a Ryzen Threadripper processor and a Vega graphics card. Uh, the Threadripper would be excessive, but I suppose if you do media, you know, production, although you're just doing audio, not video. But, you know. Well, if I'm building a gaming rig, I, I'm going to start streaming shit. Fair enough. That is a good, pro so, that is a good use for a big, a big processor. And, and many plus, threads. a 16-core processor exists. I want and it. It is called Threadripper. There I mean, is I don't that really, as well. I don't really know what that means. I'm the PC guy. I don't technically know exactly what that means. It means nothing. It's marketing. It's pretty. It's pretty fucking cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's just. It sounds pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Threadripper. Yeah. If I feel so, like yeah. a sound effect should play after I say the word. <laughs> and so yeah. Well, you want to you want to scream it like in a, like in a metal song, like Threadripper, yes. like that or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Every that word should be followed by a solo every single time. 
yes, but anyway, so uh, Steam started accepting Bitcoin. And Bitcoin is uh, another thing that's ridiculous about it is uh, you remember I met, you know, uh, ripping into the Japanese about their ridiculous currency um, and how, you know, things are thousands of yen yeah. for like a quid. Uh, Bitcoin is the same, but the opposite. One Bitcoin is currently equal <laughs> to 10,028 British pounds. Yeah, so really, they're probably not accepting Bitcoin because it's a right sod to give, give you change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that in US dollars? Because I think they crossed the, the 12,000. To be fair, because on a serious note, just putting my old banker's hat on, that would be a tremendous way to launch your money. Hang on, you're breaking up you a bit. Put it into Bitcoin. You've gone full on, Mr. Robot. Value yeah. goods. Hang on, Emma. Any better now? Only when you said any better now. Only when you say only better now. That came through so clearly. It sounds a little broken. But try it yeah. again. Try it again. Okay. Okay, so... It would be if I was a money launderer, uh, um, purchasing Bitcoin, buying relatively low value items, and then getting pounds sterling US dollars back is is like a money launderer's Emma, dream. So yeah, Emma, I'm going to call you find back. A way, could you find a way to communicate what you're trying to say? In only the words, am I coming through? Yeah. If Try, you could find some way, you know, do, do you know just what? use those three words or four words. Fuck. Emma, try restarting the, your router again, because last time that was the thing that cleared it up really well. Okay. In which case, then I will hope you that this message gets through and I will call you back. Okay. I'll speak to you in a second. There will now follow some incidental music. Bloody Bitcoin. I, I think it just... I, I, do you know what? I think everybody thought Bitcoin was going to be something and then it turned out not to be something and then everyone's just like, oh, take it off now. Well, this is... what well, the. I feel bad continuing without Emma, but it is her own fault. Um... The, the reason this is the reason that Steam have gotten rid of it is not that it's sort of not a thing because it's been climbing in value, you know, the past, I mean, this year it's gone through the fucking roof value wise, but it has become, it's incredibly unreliable. It fluctuates like madly and that is leading to um, problems with uh, fees that uh, are incurred whenever you use Bitcoin to pay for something on Steam. Right. So okay. yeah, yeah, the uh, Bitcoin transaction fee, which is like twenty dollars, uh, because of when, the way they charge that, uh, people are being hit with sort of wildly varying numbers. So, if it was more, it, the reason it's been taken off isn't that it's not a thing; it's because it's not a stable thing. Right. And okay. also, and also, pedophiles are stealing our graphics cards. Also, that yeah. they they want Steam want there to be graphics cards for you to play games with. They very much need there to be graphics cards out there. That's it. It's in their it, interest. 
it behooves them to not serve the pedophiles. Absolutely. It's one of the great things you've always said about Sting. Do you know they what have we never recorded the pedophile? Exactly. <laughs> uh, do you know what we should do while we wait for Emma is we should look at my gaming rig. I'm not really building one. <laughs> no, of course <clears> not. But I was actually looking at the Ryzen 7 processor. I think that would actually be a more realistic Yeah, thing. absolutely. Yeah, Ryzen 5 value, Ryzen uh, 7 is really, really good. And I, I you know, I, I think it offers more cores than the equivalent Intel, which is, is probably better, especially if you want to do some streaming as well. Yeah, for games, it's not a huge thing, but if you're doing streaming... Uh, while you're doing the gaming, it's you know you get much better uh, performance out of that. And if you're doing, I don't, I, I don't actually know what the performance gains are for like audio editing. Marginal, I can't probably. It, yeah, very it, it, marginal. It's everyone talks about video editing as the examples. Oh, you know, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't really do anything like that on it. I mean, I, I'd still want to stick with the Mac for that kind of thing. So. You know, it, it, if I built a gaming rig, that's all it, it would be. would be for gaming. Yeah, right. that's all it would be. Um, so that that kind of thing doesn't matter. But I think, yeah, Ryzen 7 processor, but I do like the... Should you just splash out on a 1070? That's what I've got, and it is serving me very well. It depends on, again, uh, it depends on what kind of uh, monitor you're going with. Are you going... 1080 or are you going up to 4k that's an interesting question because then you know 4k uh you, you probably better with the 1080 see i feel like even though you can do 4k a bit it's you can still do not... it with the 1070 but you know if you're going up to 4k mm. then with the 1070 you're gonna have to drop down to like maybe normal settings so why bother going to 4k yeah i'm sticking with 1080 then yeah at this, I think that's the sensible thing. So, I so could 1070, get yeah. 1070. Active. Let's see. So an AMD Vega 64. Oh, hang on. It's AMD with an M. Ah, yeah. oh, right. My fucking computer's auto-correcting it to AND. Okay. Uh, so what's the name of the graphics? Oh, the Radeon? Oh, Vega. Hang Vega, on. yeah. Let's see what I get when I actually search for the right thing. You see, on, on Amazon, there's still not really many graphics. It's hard to get hold of them. It is very hard to get hold of them. I mean, there's lots of NVIDIA ones when you search for those. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, Maybe their plan sort of worked. Let's see. GTX 1070. Okay. Emma, hello? Uh, hello? Hello. No, don't that say it. Better. That For sounds better. <laughs> yeah. Good. That sounds better. Sorry about that, chaps. No problem. Just... Yeah. You're back. We were planning my gaming rig. All right, okay. I can't help with that, so you yeah. carry on. <laughs> See, on, on Amazon's choices, the Asus Strix GTX 1070 8G gaming card, and it's £432. That's about what I paid. That and you're right. Yep, like you said, they are not coming down in price. The thing I find that's weird is that you don't just get an NVIDIA one. They're like, other people make them. Yeah, yeah, mine's an MSI. Ah, right, the MSI GTX 1070 Gaming X8G GeForce 8GB GDDR5. God, the names. That's 448 <laughs> currently. It's the red one. 
Yeah. It MSI looks... do the red ones. Yes. And then there's ones by Gigabyte. And how do you know what which is best? Uh, are they all the same? If it just says kind of. <laughs> kind they? of they are. Yeah, I, I chose mine because I wanted one with uh, with fans on it for reasons. And I wanted one uh, that looked nice. Fair enough. See, but the, the Asus one is cheaper, but the same. But is it? I don't know. They're they're basically the same. You're not gonna. They're you know the only difference. Uh, manufacturers own versions of them. Usually, a you know a manufacturer they'll put uh, a slight overclock out of the box, but it's very slight, and you know you can do it yourself if you just get a regular one. Okay. But you know it's it's not a huge thing. It's really it does come down to aesthetics and. I mean, there are, like, some manufacturers, they do, like, extreme versions, which, uh, you know, they will super overclock it, or they will uh, come up with their own cooling solutions. But generally, when you're, find, when you're buying sort of the regular editions, um, there's no, you know, they're much of a muchness. To our listeners, the same I, car, I, I am willing to do a special thing about building a gaming rig, but I will need somebody to donate about three grand before that happens. So if you want to do that, yeah. cool. Yeah. Anyone? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, I've been thinking there's all those people uh, in LA at the moment whose houses are being burned down by that wildfire and they're doing GoFundMes to sort of help rebuild their shattered lives. I was thinking maybe I could, you know, throw my hat in the ring and ask for a quick seven Hyundai. Yeah. Just to get that monitor up and running. You never know. You never know. You know, you know what I find in life? Suffering is relative. You know, who, who really can say who is suffering more, the person who may have lost a loved one or, you know, something like that, or me with, a, you know, stuck with the 60 hertz display. My pain is just as valid. Uh, it, absolutely. 60 hertz might as well just rub dirt in your eyes. Absolutely. I mean, the turning. And who the wants, who, yeah. Gross. Who wants dirt in their eyes? Anyway, what's, what's this thing here? Uh, the latest ham-fisted tabloid hit piece on video <laughs> games contains a kernel of truth. Oh. oh right yeah this is a game where a little girl gets killed isn't it and then the papers are like oh the computer games are making you murder your children oh not even a uh. newspaper it's fucking mail online it's the fucking mail online oh this I might didn't wanna, this I didn't want to have to talk about this but it's a thin week <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Daily Mail Online that held a, had a countdown to when Charlotte Church 16, turned 16 is yes. now deciding that uh, being the moral arbiter of what isn't isn't in video games. Yeah, can I? Yes, the uh, the paper which uh, the most recent triumph was uh, during the grand uh, the green. I, I never I'm never sure how to pronounce Greenfell. it. The Greenfell uh, Tar, if you know, for listeners maybe abroad in the colonies who don't know, uh, massive massive fire. Uh, you know, what was the final count? About seventy to ninety people yeah, dead. Yeah, seventy-five, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mostly, mostly uh, immigrant families. Uh, the whole thing was due to, well, they were started by a, a cooker fire, uh, or was it a fridge fire? I think it was a tumble no, dryer really or something like yeah, that. It was, it was never, an appliance. Yeah, sort of that white, it was a faulty white good white goods appliance. And while other people were trying to, you know, other publications were trying to help 
track down, you know, missing family members and trying to find out why the local council uh, fudged their safety records. Uh, the Daily Mail tried to name and shame the person whose whose cooker caught on fire that started the whole thing. Yeah, they yeah. are scum. They are pure scum. And they have, uh, they've basically, you know, they've seen uh, Detroit become human, which is, you know, it features a sequence where you, there is an abusive father who is, you know, one of the potential ways it can turn out is he kills his daughter and you as the player have to navigate through the situation. It is not glorifying domestic violence. It's not uh, trying to use it for titillation. It's, you know, it's a, it, it's a story. It's, you know, yeah. games as, a, as an art form to trying to tell, you know, I'm not actually a huge fan of, uh, this is from the same guys who brought us uh, Indigo Prophecy and uh, Heavy Rain, uh, Beyond Two Souls, things like that. I'm not actually a huge fan, but I would, you know, I find their execution can be a bit hit and miss but i would never turn around and say no you can't do that i wouldn't turn around and say this is beyond the pale it's very old style outrage it's very sort of but games should only be for children we're over that now yeah really the uh the only thing that we have to go on you know content wise from this game is that trailer that was shown at uh, the last playstation event and it did get, you know, some, we, I think we talked about it at the time. And the thing we agreed on was it shouldn't have been shown in that context to, you know, an audience who weren't yeah, necessarily prepared for it. But, you know, the game in itself, you know, you, do, you know, do what you want to do. Whereas uh, the mail, I think it was this, it was the mail on Sunday and then it was reprinted by the mail online. Uh, they have reframed this as, you know, a game. This is, you know, the game is domestic abuse of the game. And they have, you know, they've misrepresented it to a bunch of politicians and, uh, you know, shitty Esther Ransons. Yeah. Um, And got, you know, a bunch of talking heads and they've got MPs calling to ban this sort of thing. And I don't think it'll go any further than this. You know, they've got their views or page buys or clicks or whatever they do these days but it's just yeah it's so tiresome especially as if you if you play games especially as an adult um this really tired kind of fake outrage about like you were saying about this perception amongst people who make laws you know the people who are in the the department for the uh, culture, media, and sport um, held these outdated views that you know, kids uh, games are for kids, and any sort of adult content in a game is going to take uh, you know poor little Timmy and fill his head with you know imitatable violence, and then mm-hmm. goes out in the world and does these things, uh, which is absolutely not the case. That you, there's there's games that should be regarded as a you know they're, they're sort of in the same way we regards books and films yeah that they deserve to be in that um in that bracket and therefore it's the content should be viewed through that prism as yeah, opposed absolutely. to you know just uh you know get off on backing not, a little girl in not everything is pong not every you know there yeah. there are you know we video games are definitely a very 
I would say a different kind of medium to like books and uh, you know television and movies in that the, the interactive element, the fact that you have agency within it, it you know it, it does differentiate it, but I don't think I think that that just means that video games have the potential to be more impactful. And I think that building up this kind of outrage and trying to sort of tie their hands behind their back just to have a whipping boy, it's, you know, it's, it's they won't they be remembered. Well, they can't you acknowledge know. that games have, some games have adult content for adults to play. Yeah. And. Yeah, this game you know, is I'll, not going to be, you know, 12. <laughs> this is going to be, you know, I would say that I would expect that on this content alone, who knows what else the rest, because, you know, this is very early. This is all we really have to go on on this game. Yeah. But I would suspect uh, this is going to be an 18. Oh, yeah. But I think the sort of worthy of looking at as well is what this article has sort of raised is that the people who made this game are saying, well, you know, it's not, like you say, domestic violence simulator, but there is... Uh, you know, there is sort of a, a, a sort of thought of like, well, obviously you've decided to put that in this game, so you want that aspect of this game to be talked about or people to see it. So, yeah, it it sort of always falls into that thing that really irritates me personally of when you watch these films and they have a a woman in it and they're like, we want it to be damaged. Someone's raped her. Yeah, it's always the sexual violence thing of like it's the easy default thing of giving a woman kind of you know a rage button or making her broken or something like that. So um, yeah, it's the sort of de facto go to easy way of doing story. Yeah. yeah, so which obviously is 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 a thing that needs to go away yesterday. So it's it's, it's insulting because in trying and pretending that you want to go mature, you've instantly gone for lazy writing. Um, yeah. sort of you know the easy route yeah but you know obviously we don't know anything more about the content of detroit but putting that up front and center as mm. the thing you choose to represent your game with it's it's a bit like i wish i'm not sure which was it a modern warfare that had the massacre in the airport yes that was and then uh, it became yeah. all the game was about yeah the no it's russian like, mission yeah the no russian so i i appreciate that people want to put yeah. shocking things like that in a piece of artistic writing or work i'm not saying don't do it yeah. but honestly i have a problem with the sort of the cynical side of me says well obviously you put that in there so people talk about your game that no one give a shit about otherwise yeah and this is why i'm saying what's the game i think it's i think it's the guy sort of who's head of the studio i think his name's david cage where is he is it his i think name? that sounds yeah, right david yeah. cage. uh this is one of, he's one of the reasons why you know I don't. I think he is a bit of a problem in how he communicates yeah, with people. I'm not sure about that Indigo. Was He's that Indigo a bit of a dick. One, a bit about, wasn't it as well about it was sort of it's based on that thoroughly discredited notion of Indigo children. I'm not sure. I never actually played Indigo no, Prophecy. Yeah, uh, Fahrenheit. I, I, I think it was called in the US. Yeah. Um, I, I, I only played Heavy Rain. Right. I uh, played Heavy Rain, which. Um, eh wasn't a huge fan of i thought there was there was things that were um that were missing and it sort of it in its way dealt with child abuse as well although not in sort of as overt a way as detroit is and then he did the one with uh alan the last game they did was uh i think it was called beyond two souls and it was the one featuring alan page mm. yeah um, and that all of the games sort of get mixed reviews but do quite well at the same time because of what they're trying to do so, 
I don't know. I mean, I, I would. I'm not sure what uh, formats this comes on, but I may, I may check this game out when it when it comes out because I like to be challenged occasionally. <laughs> this sort of you know, occasionally I will download a game and say, "All right, kick me in the balls," <laughs> emotionally. Have a go. I, but, I think um, it, yeah, I enjoyed the trailers for it. Yeah, it, it looks pretty good actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, I just I just fucking hate the Daily Mail. Oh. <laughs> Every, every right-thinking person does. Yeah. So much so. I'll tell you a story about the Daily Mail when we're not doing a podcast. <laughs> okay. That sounds like fun. It, it, uh, it is. It really is. Um, did you hear? Uh, speaking of the... Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I saw a tweet earlier on. Uh, those uh, wildfires in LA. Uh, it's been reported that they're currently burning down Rupert Murdoch's house. <laughs> Ah. And I, yes, yes, but I did feel the need to correct it. They are currently burning down one of Rupert Murdoch's houses. Well, well yeah, lucky, that's it's true. Made, made, lucky it's one of his <clears throat> Horcruxes or something, and we're close to destroying <laughs> him. Oh, nerd reference. <laughs> anyway, Mega Man things. <laughs> okay. I, I like how this unfolded, actually. Um, I, did we actually report on it last week that Capcom no. announced they were doing a Twitch stream? I don't think we did. I don't have No, it doesn't ring a bell. Well, okay. Capcom announced they were doing a Twitch stream and they sent invitations to journalists. Like, why? Why hmm. would you do it? Basically, just like, really, you want to watch this Twitch stream. It's the 30th anniversary of Mega Man, you know. I don't know the world was that. Oh, right. And then a couple of days before, Nintendo retweeted Capcom's tweet about watching the Twitch stream, which was, that was further confirmation of what are you guys up to? And Nintendo is involved. And so there was, well, could it be this one thing? Could it be this other thing? And it turned out it was all the things. Uh, I'm not even a Mega Man fan. And I was impressed by this barrage of stuff they've announced. Uh, which is quite lengthy at best. So it was... Stop putting things in the fucking agenda while I'm talking. <laughs> Sorry, yes, go on. <laughs> I'm closing that window. Okay. <clears throat> so basically they announced a new Mega Man game, Mega Man 11, which mm-hmm. it seemed to please and excite all the Mega Man fans. In- incidentally, they-, they are great games. They're just hard as shit. Yes, I've heard that. They are not fun. They are punishing. They are torturous. If you're into hard games, I totally get why you like them. But they are hard games. Um, I have had more play out of the Mega Man X range. Uh, Is that the one with sort of more RPG elements, like upgrades and stuff? No, it's more bit more cartoony, and it wasn't quite as hard. All right, okay. Um basically and it's the 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 mega man x is actually on the uh, snes classic mini so i've been it it was actually i've been i've played it both on raspberry pi with a dualshock 3 and i've played it on the snes classic mini and it's amazing how much easier it is to play as a game on the snes with an actual snes controller like it's noticeably easier to play so that was that was a bit weird but I yeah I've heard that it the, the sort of the difficulty level of it is such that even playing on it, it's easier to play it on an old school CRT and uh, you know an old style TV because the 
uh, delay between your control, you know, your input delay is much shorter. See, it's that level of difficulty it's that, that, level, that makes yeah. a pro- that makes a difference, you know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. they basically announced that there have been two Mega Man collections put out of, I think, sort of one to, I don't know, but they put them out. Ten. Yeah. No, they they did like one to six, and then put the last four on another one, or something like that. Those are both right. coming to Switch. Uh, so they're all, but they're you know they're already a thing for PS4 and Xbox. Uh, they're also doing a Mega Man X collection, and that's coming out on all three consoles, I believe, next year. And then they're doing Mega Man 11, which is again coming out on everything. So they has a it has a very nice. I, I saw I watched the trailer, and uh, I'm probably not going to play it because you know hard as nails. I'm not into that. But uh, I really I really enjoyed the graphical style. They've sort of made this, you know. Because they brought out Mega Man 9 and 10, you know, are like fairly recent games. But they kept with the old school sort of 16-bit aesthetic. I, I believe they even it, built gr- graphical glitches into it. Yes, I believe they did. Whereas now they've gone with this lovely sort of hand-drawn animated style, which just looks lovely. It does indeed. So, mm. I, do you know what? It, I might give Mega Man 11 a go. We'll see if it's still hard as shit. You know? Um might be worth it hey i got into the new metro uh metroid game so anything's possible <laughs> true that is true that is true uh yes it it was a, it was a sorry i think i just had a stroke okay can anyone else smell can anyone else smell it's, toast i was just gonna say it smells of toast in here yeah no, it was sort of the biggest, it was a surprise uh, announcement this week, because like I say, it's been a thin week, and I think that's because the fucking Game Awards are like tomorrow, and everyone's holding off for that. Ah, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's Yeah, it's looking like there might be a few big announcements during that. Right, okay. Yeah. So that's why this week has been a bit anemic. Right. And why I definitely need to watch the Gaming Awards tomorrow then. Yeah. I think it's in the middle of the night for us, like, you know, early morning. I'll be all oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I might have to, yeah. I might try and stay up. I've been sleeping at night and being awake during the day recently. So same here. It's quite jarring and odd. Yeah. I'm not used to the light yet. Neither am I. I keep the curtains closed. Mm. Obviously. Well, you should li- live on the coast, mate. It's only light for like an hour and a half a day. So that sounds perfect. Yeah. We come out at night, mostly. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Um, so anyway, then, that's all the news this week, everybody. That's it. That's your lot. That's all there was. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we riffed a lot through that, actually. So what y'all been playing? Mike. Yay, it's me. It's you. What you, yeah. what you been playing? I've been playing two very different games. Um, I started playing uh, Beholder. It's a little indie game. Uh, it's one of those ones that's set in a fictional Russian Cold War state. Uh, you are the. It's sort of a. It's it. It's hard to pin down what you call it. It's sort of a sim. You're the uh, state hire, uh, state employed, as everyone is state employed, uh, landlord of an apartment block. And it is your duty to observe, monitor, and report on any on your tenants' behaviors. Okay. And the, 
Yeah. So you have to, yeah, you have to, you can plant uh, cameras. You can look through their, uh, their keyholes. You can plant cameras in their, in their apartments while they're out. Uh, you have to keep a, a list of, you know, you have a list of what is currently banned by the state. And you have to keep, you know, a detailed list of what they're doing. And you can choose to blackmail them or evict them or help them. You know, if they're if they're facing some hard times, uh, like for instance, I got a call from uh, my government handler earlier in, early in the game, one of the early missions. Uh, you have to evict one of your tenants. He has fallen out of favor with the state. And when you go, you can go to him and you can sort of tell him, "Look, I've been, I've been told to evict you," and he sort of confides in you that well, he he would like to leave, but his documents they got, you know. They got lost in the archives in the city in the city's archives, and you know he can't do anything about that. He'd love to leave, but he you know he's stuck there, and he can't do anything. So you can go through this whole series of events of finding an archivist and convincing him to help you and helping him out, and then you know you get the guy's papers and then you put him on a boat so he can escape from the city, or uh, you can plant an apple in his apartment, which is. Uh, a piece of uh, prohibitive, prohibited uh, food and call the state on him and watch him get the shit kicked out of him by the secret police and bundled into the back of a van. I've been having a lot of fun in this game. I bet you have. Oh, God. I would have done so, so well. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Bring back the wall. Yeah. Uh, it just it fills it scratches a little itch, so it does. Um, but uh, you know it, it gets it's one of those games. It's like Papers Please in a way, uh, not just thematically, but also that it starts off quite easy and then eventually it gets to the point where you know the state are asking you to do things and you're trying to find a way to please them, but other people are trying to press you to do other things. And of course, you have a fucking family who are constantly fucking nagging at, at you to help them out. Oh God, kids, why? Why I don't do people know. Do it? I don't know. I mean, you know, one of them, the little girl, she fucking, you know, she starts off sick and she's going to die. And, the, you know, your son, he wants to go to university. But I said to him, get in the fucking mine. <laughs> You're going to the mines. That's what's going to happen to you. Kids don't know they're born these days. Exactly. Mining's good for you. Tar. Tar's good for you. Cool. Oh, brilliant. Coal tar. Even better cool. for you. Exactly. So yes, it's a very you know very serious tone of the game. It's a lovely. It really is a lovely game. It's it is bloody difficult. It does get really difficult uh, as you go through it. Uh, I've yet to actually finish a game. Uh, the you know, but and then the other game I've been playing is Deadpool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I have played I, through the Deadpool game. So have you I, played I, through it? I have. Yes, I had it for the Xbox Three Sixty. Uh, it's funny because the first time I played it was on the Mac. Right, okay. Yeah, I downloaded a torrent of it. Uh, and it wasn't officially supported, but it was one of those ones that, you know, you could get it to run uh, using a, a wrapper around it. So I played through it, a, a bit of it uh, on that, and then I stopped because it didn't run all that well. And then it disappeared for years. Uh, licensing issues with the game meant that it was taken off store shelves. Right. And then I think this year or like late last year, it suddenly reappeared. 
and was available to buy on Steam again. And then last month it went away again. It's been pulled again from the store. I mean, I don't know what the hell is going on with this game behind the scenes. But there yeah, they uh, they announced that it was going to be disappearing from store shelves again. Uh, and like for the last week that it was going to be on sale, they discounted it by like 70%. So I grabbed it and I've been playing it and it's the most immature, you know, stupid, not entirely great game out there. And I fucking love it. Yeah, it, it's not a great game, but it's not, it's not shit. It's not it is, shit. It, it's it's it, it's just it very knows s- exactly what it wants to do. Yeah, and it does that well. Uh, the the mechanic is quite like the Arkham games, isn't it? Uh, it's like that, but not as good. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it is just you know the uh, completely infantile, puerile humor in it. Uh, you know, I'm not above it. <laughs> well, that's uh, the, that's kind of the point of Deadpool as well. It, totally it fits the point in well with the character. Yeah, yeah it, it totally does. This was long before there was, you know, this is long before the Deadpool movie was, you know, that fucking Spack and Ryan Reynolds eye. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I've been enjoying it and I'll probably play it through to completion. It's It's fun. I mean, why not? Just don't mm-hmm. spend all your time on it, kind of thing. You, you no. know. Um, but yeah, quick it's, bursts. Quick bursts. Yeah, it's all right. It's a bit of fun. Yeah, nothing. Plus, there is the uh, the uh, thrill of ha- own, of playing a game that is no longer available. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they. Oh. Did, yeah, gone. No, go on. No, no. I, I was going to say. I think they did a remastered thing. console version of it as well. I think that was when it came back, to, you know, last year. I think right. they re-released it on console yeah, as well. On the Xbox One, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, it runs, you know, perfectly well uh, on the on my, on my the PC. So, yeah, I've been enjoying that. But, yeah, just uh, one more side thing. A weird thing happened to me last week on Steam. Uh, it was actually technically the week before, but I didn't notice it. Uh, last week, I was browsing through my my uh, game list to uh, my, my Steam library to pick something to install to play. And as I was browsing through it, I came to the bottom and I have all my games categorized. Um, I, have, I like a nice, neat library. Yeah. But there was a, I noticed that there was a game in the uncategorized section and it was Life is Strange after the, uh, Before the Storm, the sequel to Life is Strange. <clears throat> well, sequel, prequel, whatever. And that struck me as odd because I didn't buy that. Okay. Yeah. I, it's been in my wish list for a while, but I wanted to see how, like, the, you know, it's a three episode. It's episodic. There's three episodes. I wanted to see how it turned out before I, you know, bought it. Did some, down my, has somebody bought it for you? That was Suspicion 1. And the only person who I could think of who would buy it for me was my little sister. And I went in and I asked her, did you buy this for me? And she's like, no. Uh, uh, so then I, I looked all, th- I could not find any way this got into my Steam library. And eventually I uh, looked up my activity on Steam. And apparently it was, I bought it on the same day that I bought uh, the Beholder, or no, sorry, not Beholder, um, Rock of Ages uh, double pack, which was during the autumn sale, the Black Friday sale. 
And I looked through, I, I, I checked everywhere. I looked, I, I went through all of my receipts. I keep all my Steam receipts and, you know, all the emails in a little folder. Okay. And nothing there. Absolutely nothing. Just those two games that I bought in that day, the Beholder and Beholder 2. Not Beholder, Rock of Ages. And I eventually went and checked my bank statement. And sure enough, the only thing I paid for was those two games. Steam's just given me this fucking game for free. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was it an offer you missed? Nope. Not Did- like a bonus thing or? Nope. <laughs> this, How I odd. Mean, just so weird steam gave me a game on my wish list completely at random without telling me this is the thing you know i checked all my emails from steam they didn't send me anything to say here's a game it just was there how odd so i'm i haven't been in the mood to play it but i've got it installed just in case they try and correct the error yeah uh and it does seem to be like it's episodes one it, it has episode one and two uh, episode three, they just announced that it's coming out on the 20th of December. So I'll be very interested to see if that downloads as well. But yeah, I well, just got a completely free game for no fucking reason. It's worth being a Steam customer, everybody. It apparently is. I, I, I have no idea what's going on. I'm, it's actually put me on edge because you know me. Good <laughs> things don't happen. <laughs> Why are you just waiting for something bad to happen? To I'm waiting for out? something. Well, yeah, yeah, I think I think it's going to be for both of us because my accumulator came in on uh, my NFL. My, well, I do an NFL accumulator occasionally. Six teams to win. It came in uh, this week, so um, I'm waiting to get hit by an asteroid. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. That'd be a nice way to finish this year. Because I don't <laughs> want to see what 2018 has to offer. I'm looking forward to more fun games in 2018. This is my form of escapism from the world and the reality yeah. around me. So uh, I appreciate that the game industry has done pretty well there uh, overall yeah. in 2017. We but should. Do how are you going? How are you going to enjoy those games when the walls start screaming? I don't know. <laughs> Just gonna keep pretending it's all fine. It's yeah, going to be fine. Yeah. Emma, what have you been playing this week? Um, I've been still uh, hammering away at Lego City Undercover. You know, cats to rescue, pigs to fire out of cannons. <laughs> I have, that sort you of know, fun stuff. I have it. It came out on Switch. And I played it for a couple of hours and then I've not touched it again. Is it is it not- worth me picking up again? Well, it depends really. It, I mean, because I like the Lego games and I like the format. And you know, the, the, I find the humour appealing. So I mean, if you've, but by the same token, if you've played a Lego game, you've played all the Lego games, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So you know, um, I think that you choosing to sort of pick it up and going, you know, what it's fine and putting it down. I, I wouldn't say, oh yes, you must go back to it because it's going to blow your mind later. It's not. But it's it's like you're saying about escapism. I mean, you know, it's just fun to go and you know. Oh yeah, I totally understand. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Run and jump around, you know, a cityscape, and because they do like free running in this one as well, so the free running's quite fun. And yeah, I do enjoy all the little abilities and stuff that you can do. So yeah, um, I, you know, I find them enjoyable in that way, and it appeals to my sort of hundred percent collector twitchy thing that you've got all these little things to do, and you know, you 
your your completion percentage goes up. I mean, because I went over 50% completion, so halfway there. Um, Still quite a lot to do, but um, yeah, I mean, because I I find all that enjoyable. Mm. So, but I mean, if if you've played it for a couple of hours and thought, well, that's fine, then I wouldn't say go back to it. And it's, it must be said, considerably cheaper than playing with the equivalent of real Lego. Yes, it is. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I, I... Went into Sainsbury's this week, and I spotted, uh, they had out in front there in a big bin, they had all the uh, Lego Dimensions uh, stuff in a big bin. It seems they're trying to get rid of it. Oh, yeah, yeah I bet it's all cheap now. Yeah, now that it's, yeah. But, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of any Lego game where I can't build a giant penis. Can you do that in any of them? Uh, well, Lego World, World, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, I've been playing some games this week. What have you been using to play them? Um, various things, actually. Various things. <laughs> so I got two games for the Switch this week, which is, that's a big Switch week, to be honest. Uh, first of all, I got Farming Simulator. Okay. Right. It's, it's, it, it's, it's a very good game. I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. <laughs> you can't get your head around the EU you, subsidies, you, can you? You've got to run a farm. And you That's... know what? It turns out I can't. So it's very difficult. <laughs> it really is another one of those. If I could do this, I'd be that thing. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm hoping to discover more about it. But it is fun driving my tractor and plowing my fields and that's pretty much all I've got in my head around and it's because Uh, you start with a tractor and a field that needs plowing (laughs) this may be this may be a uh, a late game tip but don't as much as you may feel like it's a good idea don't uh, campaign to lift the regulations on the amount of milk you can produce because that backfires that backfires big time I, I won't do that but it's 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 all right so far, and as a game, it's it's well made. It's nice. It looks great. That sort of thing. And it, hey, it's it's portable. Um, <laughs> you might remember last week I was kind of torn between do I get the Switch version or the 3DS version, and I thought I'd get both. Yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. Fuck that. I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna stick with the one I've got. Also, I saw screenshots of the 3DS one, and it, it looks shit in comparison. So. I can, I can spend that 20 quid somewhere else, I think. The other game I got was Siberia. Oh, what is that? Right. That rings a bell. It's an adventure is game. Is that Sean, Sean Bean narrated it? I don't no, think so. No, that's, no. that's another one. That, yeah, I know the okay. one you mean. I know the one you mean. Yeah, that was weird. I was like watching the videos of this, and I was like, that sounds very much like Sean Bean. It's because it's fucking Sean Bean, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, an adventure game. In the yeah, kind they're of, currently making like the third one, aren't they? I I think it's already out. Hang on, let, let's. I've that's that has been popping up a lot lately, and I've been completely ignoring it. But it somehow buried its way into my head, right. which makes me worry. Initial release date of the first one was two thousand and two. This is a, a PS two era game, right? Um, and Siberia 2 came out in 2004. A third game, Siberia 3, was released on April 20th, 2017. Damn. Which is a long time. Yeah. Uh, and so it's 
I, I assume, uh, I think Siberia 3 then would probably be out for PS4. Well, we're all looking uh, forward to see. Siberia 4 and the year of our Lord 3045. Yeah, it's it's already out on everything and it is coming to Switch. Right. Um, okay. But I'd, I'd never heard of them, never played of them. I'd sort of seen them because they were uh, announced very early on in the Switch and sort of uh, you could pay attention to absolutely every physical release that was coming out at the time and the, these popped up and as soon as i saw some reviews that said oh i can't believe this is out it's it, i loved playing this for hours on the ps2 it was a great world to get lost in it's great blah 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 i thought fuck it i'll have a go so i did and it's do you know what it's lovely <laughs> it's i i recommend it from what i've played so far and it is just a, a kind of stress-free puzzle-solving adventure game. Is it a is it the this version is it sort of a more of a just a port or is it like a remaster? I wouldn't call it a full remaster. It's still sort of square on the screen right. uh, with a border around it. So they've not really so they've not uh, exactly right. remade the game for the modern era. Okay. Uh, but that said, it's clearly not just upscaling what was there. There's been some work done that sort of thing i think where it it, it, it it you're moving a character around what looks like some brilliantly done artwork oh uh, pre-rendered backgrounds yeah that sort of thing yeah. uh the background and the camera shot never move yeah i'm um, okay with that yeah uh and and so it, yeah it, they've got to kind of just stick with it as it is because that's the format the artwork is in uh but it, right. it, it looks it looks perfectly good enough to play certainly and it, it's just been an absolute delight it, it's difficult to say much more without mm. going into the story which i don't really want to spoil at all uh it's okay. just and, and nor can i really tell you enough about it to intrigue you but it is a nice little odd universe and uh, it's it's a nice game to play i i do recommend it cool i feel like i've been playing some other things too I got Xenoblade Chronicles for the, the 3DS, but I've not actually played it yet. I think that was the other thing. Yeah, mm. something like that. Oh, and do you know what? I finally played Ridge Racer on the PS1. Ridge Racer! I'm getting annoyed with this console. <laughs> why Why did anybody say it was good? Where are, the, where are the good games? What am I missing now? Because I played Ridge Racer and it was shit. I never played Ridge Racer, but I played Wipeout and I thought that was shit. I've played multiple versions of Wipeout and every single one has been a pain in the ass and I'm like how can people actually enjoy this shit I'm, I am really struggling to see how the PS1 became a popular console I mean and like it's not bad enough that it's not great but it how can you enjoy this when F-Zero is there exactly know? an infinitely better version of what they're trying to do <sighs> I can see myself getting an N64 you know maybe in the new year then again, are they going to do an N64 Classic Mini next Christmas? Of course they you are. You will not be able to buy one, mate. There will be blood in the streets trying to get hold of one of those things. But I got a SNES one. You got one. You, you know, it was an accident, but I got one. You know. And now he's getting two fucking 8-bit Doe controllers for it. Not for that. I, I want to get one just sort of in general. I want one as a Switch Pro Controller alternative. And I want one to replace the DualShock 4 on the ps4 i really only need one don't i <laughs> yes send the other to me 
I don't have them, but I'm not, I'm not like in a, you know, just <laughs> surrounded by piles of stuff that I can be sending it to people. Uh, but I would like one of those controllers. I've only seen good things said about them. And they're thirty nine ninety nine instead of 60 quid or something stupid. So... Like I say, I was walking... Uh, this was the same day. Uh, I, I, I've been spending a lot of time in Sainsbury's lately. I don't know why. Um, I just like the atmosphere. It's nice. It's very Nicer middle class. And, yeah. Not as, not as uppity as a Waitrose. Yeah. But, I was going to uh, say, it's, it's there to keep the riffraff out of Waitrose. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm happy with that. Although three fifty for a fucking cheese grater. Come on, lads. Um... Anyway, no, I was there and I the frigging I was walking through uh the computer game section and I saw a wired switch controller by Hori. And I was like, "Ooh, yeah. I bet Rich Rich could use one of those because it was only like um 25 quid, 25 30 quid." And I was like, "Ah, I must I must tell Rich about that." And not as soon as that thought crossed my mind did I get the notification on my phone that you'd bought two 8-bit do controllers. For fucking eighty quid altogether. What? I haven't done that. You said you bought two of them. I said I'm so buying two of them. They're not even out yet. Yeah, they are. They're out on the tenth, according to Amazon. Oh yeah, that's right. So no, I don't. I don't have any. Mm, you will though. I I intend to buy one. I've I've <laughs> made that very very clear. I I intend to buy at least one for the the switch. Um, but yeah, whether I buy more will depend on how good it is. Cause <laughs> damn, I hate that dual shock four. I don't know if I've mentioned it. It's always <laughs> worth mentioning again. Worst controller ever, ever. <clears throat> I've looked. It really is. Oh, um, since we have time this week, mind if I go off on a tangent about a controller? No, go for it. Um, I've taken apart basically every controller for every console I've ever owned because I like taking things apart and seeing if I can fix them. And if I can't, you know, see them, I can put them back together again. Uh, I'm not welcome at family funerals anymore, but okay. Uh, yeah. Every controller I have ever taken apart way back to the master system, all through to, you know, the uh, Xbox 360 era, they've basically been the same. You take them apart. There's a plastic shell, Inside, there is a, a, a little circuit board with all the buttons attached to it. Mm-hmm. And they, it's gone up in complexity, you know, in so much as there are, you know, they added triggers. So suddenly you have like springs that you have to keep in mind as you're taking things apart. And then you had rumble motors, which are sort of specially housed and you have to be careful not to break the things off. And then even the PS4, PS4 controller, I took it apart because I was trying to turn off the fucking light bar. Uh, that's when I found out. That, that was how I found out well, uh, looking online that uh, you can't actually turn off the PS4's light bar, mm-hmm. uh, the PS4 controller light bar. If you turn that off, if you literally cut the connection to the light bar, the controller no longer works. They made the light bar an integral part of the circuit. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, it is ridiculous. But... Recently, uh, I have an Xbox. Uh, I don't own an Xbox One, but I own the Xbox One controller because I thought I felt like spoiling myself last year, and I got one for playing my PC games, mm-hmm. and it's been doing very well. But um, last week I was playing, and 
the rumble kept going and it felt kind of off. And I thought, oh, I wonder if the you know the um, the rumble motor has become unseated in its uh, in its housing. I better open it up and have a look. Sweet fucking Jesus! That thing is the most over-engineered. It's it it's ridiculous taking that thing apart. There are multiple like layers of shell you have to get through, and then when you get into it, it's not like a little board. With, uh, you know, the thumbsticks st- sticking off it. There's an entire inner shell, and everything is housed within this inner shell. And there's more things under it. And the triggers have fucking rumble motors in them. I didn't know that. Did it, you know that? I, I no. didn't know that. No. The the Xbox One's controller has rumble motors in the triggers. I like, well, extra motors. <laughs> they're they're getting um, crazy. I mean, yeah, God, I, have, you, have you seen a video of a Joy-Con being taken apart? I have not, but yeah, this thing, it actually frightened me. So I uh, I just stuck it back. I was wrong, by the way, the, the rumble motor wasn't uh, out of place, but I stuck it back together, and it's the first time I've looked, you know, it's like it's been like a little tradition. Like when a controller dies, I take it apart and see what it was like inside. Uh, and now that's over, because this thing scares me. Yeah, they're terrifying. They really are. They, they, uh, you can get on uh, Amazon, I believe, uh, sort of alternate color housings for your Switch Joy-Cons. Right. And the idea being that you get yours, take them, take the innards out, and put them in this alternate housing. Uh, and then you watch a video on, on YouTube about how to take a, a Joy-Con apart, and you think, fuck that. <laughs> just there, there are three layers of circuitry within a joy-con Jesus. and they're all joined up with these little ribbon cables that you need tweezers to carefully mm. pull apart and you, you, you kind of can't really believe they were put together by humans yeah i'm not 100 percent sure they were mm-hmm. and, and, yeah so it's not something at 75 quid for a new set i decided it's something i don't need to be fucking about with so i have a yeah. blue one and a red one and they're staying that color <laughs> Uh, that's uh, just all there is to it. So yeah. I will get one of these other controllers as an alternative, I think. Because mm. it, it was bad when one broke, and then I just couldn't use the console. That was that was crazy. Yeah, that is bad. Uh, How is the status of your repair slash replace? It's good. It works. Okay. Oh, you got it then? Yeah, yeah. It came back. Oh, okay. Uh, the, it turned out the delay. Uh, there was a delay in delivery, but I think it was basically a Black Friday sort of holy yeah. shit, they just literally, there weren't enough hours in the day to drive everybody's parcels to their houses. Uh, and so my Joy-Con got put back a day. But apart from that, it, it was fine and it works. Cool. On the on the note they put in with it, uh, it said operating system problem. Not Your controller a, has an OS. Well, it has software in it, yeah. Oh, God. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much stuff in those things. It's why they're so expensive. But anyway, right. That's that's the end of our show for this week. Thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, please go on over to simplysyndicated.com slash everything and supporters and get an ad free version of this show. Maybe even available as a podcast by the time you actually hear this. But God, that's just something I've been banging my head against all day. God. All right. Um, 
What was I saying? Yeah, so please go and support us also at patreon.com slash simply syndicated. I've come to the con- I've decided what I'm going to do with the Patreon, by the way. I'm going to put the ad free version of Shaft up on there because uh, it's more a community thing. So I'm going to do mm. that. That seems like at least something's going up on there because I should put stuff on there. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm very shit at it. So that's the thing. So, okay. Yeah, good luck, everybody. I hope you have a nice week. I'm just reminded myself of my day and I'm despairing. So it's time to end the show. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. I think mom was happy when I started taking the controllers apart because it gave the cat a rest.